Welcome to RSVP Radio with Brooke podcast, where we keep it real. It's sustainable. Being a mom, a professional, a good human, staying fit, it's a lifestyle and has to be sustainable. Valuable. If it's not going to add some value to your day, you won't find it here. Personal growth, health and wellness, building a community, it's a one-stop shop, y'all. And of course, parties. I'm a certified meeting professional or CMP and have planned major events for 10 plus years, but people basically think I plan parties all day, so we'll go with that. I'll tell you how your parties will be the very best of them all. So this isn't a regular podcast. It's an event you can attend whenever and wherever you have the time. I fully expect you to have a beverage in hand while you're listening because events always have drinks, coffee, tea, water, gotta stay hydrated people. Or if you've somehow gotten through the workday, you've worked out, fed the dog, made dinner, gave the kids a bath, read them a bedtime story, said their prayers, and got said kids to finally snooze, then you should have wine in your hand. So listen in and enjoy the event. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the RSVP Radio Podcast with Brooke, uh, where we keep it real. You get some sustainable knowledge. I get you some value. And of course, we talk all things uh, surrounding events as well. So um, something fun and exciting for this episode is, well, number one, it's just my voice. So you're welcome. Um, But number two... I'm actually recording this one to go up on my YouTube channel as well. So if you miss it here on the podcast, you can see me on my YouTube channel. So um, I'm in a very cozy sweater because upstairs in my makeshift office, um, it is pretty cold because we're attached to the unfinished portion of what's above our garage. (laughs) So I'm going to need a space heater stat. Um, But yeah, so today I am talking about a topic that I wasn't originally going to cover because I thought, who am I to cover this? But... um, I am talking about the things that I wish I knew before starting a business a year and a half, almost a year ago now. Um, and of course, I have to mention too that I am drinking out of my amazing Less Hustle, More Jesus mug. Um, drinking some coffee this morning. So I hope you guys have a drink in your hand as well, be it coffee, water, tea, or if it's later in the evening, that adult beverage. Um, but anyway, I um, had a message come in from a listener that um, said that she just really enjoyed the podcast and wanted to, um, just thank me for giving her a little bit of extra motivation, which I did nothing. You did everything. Um, but she also, I said to her, you know, what are topics that you want me to cover? Is there something that I haven't covered yet that interests you? And, um, she brought this one up, you know, things that tips and tricks business wise, um, that would have been helpful to know for her side business as well. So I took that one to heart and, uh, that's what we're going to dive into a little bit today. So um, I'm just so thankful too for all the positive feedback that I received on the podcast so far. This is this is literally why I'm doing this so that I can help um, other women and other entrepreneurs, um, you know, realize their full potential. But um, also, you know, just really uh, hone in on their own gene genius. Um, so I'm really thankful for that. Um, first and foremost, I do have to say that I am no expert. I've only been in business, um, a little over a year now, almost a year and a half. Um, I am learning every single day. I have fallen on my face. Um, I am, I'm a lifelong learner. I, the small, um, D3 college that I went to first before going to grad school, part of their, um, 
mission and values were life or developing lifelong learners. And I am truly that. Um, I am a lifelong learner and I am by no means an expert. And I lean on resources um, from people who have come before me um, so much in every single thing that I do. So, um, and I'm truly a believer also that if you don't grow, you're dead. <laughs> um, if you're not growing and not learning, you're just stagnant, right? So um, I am, I am truly, um, it's a passion of mine on because I'm an Enneagram three to um, continue to push myself outside my boundaries and continue to push myself to grow and learn even more. So all that to say, as I go through this, some of the things that I wish that I had known um, prior to, to starting my own business is um, just to keep that in mind that I'm no expert. I'm still learning. Um, so take what I have with a grain of salt, but I hope it's helpful. Um, so first and foremost, uh, the thing that I truly wish I had kind of taken a minute to um, let sink in and understand a little bit more before starting my business was that no one is going to believe in my business and what I'm trying to do with my life as much as I do. Nobody. Nobody's going to believe in it as much as I do. Um, and um, that was something that I had heard, you know, different podcasters say when I started listening to Rachel Hollis and that sort of thing. But I... I had never really taken it to heart. And then I started to realize that I didn't truly understand that when things started to happen, um, such as, you know, I get three days where I am baby free. She goes to the sitter. It was two days last year. Um, before that, it was really just a few, just one day a week um, that I, that we were starting and trying out. And you know, the days that I don't have her, I just, I slam my calendar. I just put anything and everything in there so that I can get a lot accomplished in the times that she is not um, at home with me. And there would be times where, you know, people would say, pretty much assume that I wasn't busy or that I wasn't doing anything or that I, um, you know, had extra time because I didn't have my little one with me that day. And I would get so frustrated because I would be like, why don't they understand that I'm working? Why don't, why don't they understand that I am trying to get things done? Why do they not care that I am also working just like my husband goes to work every day or, you know, anybody goes to work every day? Why are they, why are they not understanding that? And I had to kind of, after, I mean, it literally took, you know, up until a couple months ago, I realized I realized that what everyone was telling me, the idea that no one's going to care as much as I do about my own dreams, my own um, goals in life, I wasn't taking it to heart. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't actually implementing it in my own life. And it's like a light bulb went off and I realized, oh, I need to stop complaining a, because I shouldn't be complaining to begin with, but B, um, I need to stop complaining because the, it, it is no bearing on what I do in my business if they don't understand what I'm doing in the day-to-day. -day. What does it matter? What does it matter that they don't understand what I do in the day-to-day -day or it, it has literally no correlation and no impact on what is going on in my business if someone doesn't necessarily stand what I have going on on a day-to-day -day basis. No bearing. I think it's rooted, it was rooted in the fact that I care so much and so deeply about what other people think about me as an Enneagram 3. Um, I care so deeply about that, even even if I realize it or not, it is intrinsically put inside of me that, that I care about those things. Um, not from a vain perspective, but just from a people-pleasing perspective. Um, I care so much about that. So then when people weren't... Um, 
valuing my time because they didn't necessarily see my how I was spending my time and trying to build a business and they weren't patting me on the back for it because um, they didn't understand it per se. That's why I was getting frustrated. And now that I have a little bit more clarity, I realize that you know that is a a normal thing to feel, but b um, I needed to change my mindset and how I thought about those things because it had no bearing on on how successful or not successful I am um, in the day to day or in my business in general. So, um, just I would I would challenge you to evaluate your own position, and if this is something that you feel. Think about this for a minute. If you feel like no one is valuing what you are doing, it's kind of a hard truth, but but the, the fact of the matter is is that no one's going to believe in it as much as you do because it's your brainchild, it's your baby, it's your it's your thing. Um so so that's just the base level of what of it is what it is. Um, so the the quicker that you come to realize that and remove that from what you are doing, I feel like you have will have more room to thrive because I feel like I did. I feel like it freed up space in my brain and it freed up um, space in how I approached day-to-day tasks where I just cared a lot less and I cared more about pouring into my clients and pouring into um, making moves in my to see my business grow. So that was my first little light bulb of things that I wish that I knew uh, when I started my business. But the second is please know that balance, work-life balance is not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Um, I think I posted about this on Instagram a couple months ago, but it is not a thing. And I don't say that to discourage you. I don't say that to, um, you know, be negative. I say that just as a, um, kind of like a baseline again, because I thought when I, you know, didn't go back to my corporate job after I had um, my little one, had Mara, that th- this work from home life was going to be just so glamorous, <laughs> so glamorous. And, um, and now there are days where it is a blessing. There are days where, I mean, it's always a blessing, but there are days where it's, I'm so thankful that that is um, something that I get to do here recently. Um, you know, daycare was closed for an, for a reason or another, and I um, it's very hard for me to pivot and change things once I know that like my day is kind of turned upside down. Um, so I've gotten better at it, but it's hard for me. Um, and I just kind of like posted a solidarity post on on Instagram, thinking um, just give me all your positive vibes today to help flip the script a little bit. And a friend of mine reached out, and she was like, you know. I, as a nurse, I'm only allowed so many sick days. And if I call in, like that's one strike against me. And if I get to so many, it doesn't matter the reason I'm fired. And it's, that was really, really eye-opening for me because I realized I am very blessed and I am thankful that I have a flexible schedule. But on the flip side of that, being your own boss and working your own hours and set and being the master of your own calendar, while it's a beautiful thing, um, it really doesn't have a end time. Uh, it doesn't have a time where you say, "Okay, I'm leaving the office, leaving everything at the wor- at work for the day." Um, it doesn't have that, you know, very clean cut start and finish. And I've had to set up some boundaries, um, just at least in my own head, that I don't. I, it is my goal to not have to work after hours. And my hours are: I take my little one to daycare at eight, and I pick her up between four and four thirty, depending on the day. And so once I go pick her up, it is my goal 
the rest of the night not to have to do anything. Does that goal always come to fruition? No, because I have clients that I need to, that are checking in um, and sending me their goals through the faster way. I've got emails from event clients that, you know, things come up depending on how close or far I am from an event actually being executed um, because it obviously ramps up as you get closer to an event actually happening. Um, so there are, there are definitely seasons where I am working a little bit more in the evening just because I don't want to start out the next day behind. But all that to say is I, I had to find out very quickly that this unicorn of balance is not a thing. It's not a thing. And um, the, the quicker you realize that, the better. And the, the quicker that you can set up some boundaries and you kind of have to work through those boundaries. You may try, okay, no phones for anybody from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And that might not always work because of what you got going on in life, of, um, you know, if, if you are closer to a deadline or um, in my case, an event, or you have clients that, that need something, it's time sensitive and you're not going to be able to honor that. You may have to try a few things as far as boundaries go to um, really set something up that works for you and your family and your business. Um, but I just want, I don't want you to go into it like I did with the expectation that um, I am the master of my own destiny now. And so balance is just going to happen. You know, it doesn't just happen. Um, so just keep that in mind as you are starting your own business or you're ramping up um, your side hustle or whatever the case may be as something that I wish someone had kind of told me. Um, and, th and the last thing that I want to cover here is um, when at all possible, when you get to a tipping point in your business, I wish that someone had told me that it is okay to outsource. As a as a type A person, I am the poster child for type A. I want to control everything. Um, and when I when my 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 business was starting to get to a tipping point um, in the past few months, and I've had many different strategy calls, and I've kind of dipped my toes in a couple of different things just to see what would just to see what would work. Um, I felt as though I was doing a disservice to my clients by hiring outside help when when actually the exact opposite is what was happening. Um, I was um, doing a service. I was actually helping my clients because by outsourcing some of the things that I'm just not as good at, that I'm not as skilled at, that I'm not as... Um, excited about in my business, um, by outsourcing some of those things, I have been able to pour deeper into my clients and give them more attention that they deserve and to focus on the big picture items and, and ways that I can start strategizing to um, grow my business or to just really take something off the ground that I haven't been able to in the past. Case in point, this podcast and then putting it on YouTube, um, I wouldn't have had time to do this had I not outsourced some of those smaller tasks and smaller items. Um, but the thing is, is that my time is money. And if you listen to the Jenna Kutcher um, Gold Digger podcast, she is, that is like her number one thing, that her time is literally money. And to me, I think it is uh, for me as well, especially because I play dual roles, right? And you may in your life too. I, you know, we all wear a million hats, but I, you know, work from home all days, every day, but I truly am only working from home by myself with no other responsibilities, aka my kid, um, for three days a week. And so I have to be very strategic in how I spend my time. And so my time is so valuable. So by outsourcing some of these things that are website design and um, social media um, marketing and management and um, just kind of some of the more of those admin tasks that I'm just not as as skilled in and I need more guidance on that are we're kind of you know sucking the time out of my day literally 
it has um, allowed me to just pour so much back into my day to focus on the important pieces of my business and the larger vision of where I'm trying to go. Um, so I would encourage you to maybe do the same if it's stressing you out about outsourcing. Know that you know you don't have to do it right away. You got you have to you have to have some some money, some cash flow in order to make that happen. But um, you also can't grow your business without putting money into your business, and sometimes that means outsourcing and using people's other other people's expertise and knowledge to help grow your business even more um, and to better serve your clients at the at the end of the day or whoever you're serving because um, you're able to then pour back into them a little bit more now I, I will caution you in the fact that you can't outsource something simply because you just don't understand it I would I would really recommend you not do that because I'm finding that that was me before especially when it comes to money and accounting while I I may have been the salutatorian of my grade. I in high school, I am not skilled at math. I am not skilled at numbers. It is just not my forte. But I had someone here recently in a training that I was listening to say, you can't use that excuse anymore. You can't use the excuse of I'm just not good with numbers. I'm better at, you know, literature or reading or whatever, what have you, um, as a reason not to understand what's going on either within your own personal finances, if it is money or within your business. So I have taken that to heart and um, I am taking some steps to better understand um, the accounting principles, especially as we've gone through tax time here recently. Um, uh, the accounting principles and um, smart money moves behind what's going on in my business um, because I can't use it as an excuse anymore. So I am I'm outsourcing a piece of that so that I can better understand it, but I'm not just going to outsource just complete control of it because I just don't understand it, if that makes sense. Um, so I would uh, caution you not to just take something off your plate because you just don't want to deal with it because in the end you want to understand everything that's going on in your side hustle or a new business that you're starting or whatever it is that you have going on. Um, you want to understand everything that's going on because you own it. It's your baby. Um, but I would encourage you that if it's you feel like you're at a tipping point and you feel like I I think I can spend more time serving my clients better in this way. So I'm going to take this part off my plate and see what happens. Then yes, by all means do that because I wish I had had that mindset a little bit earlier on as a focal point um, moving forward. So those were my three top things that I really feel like I wish people had told me um, early on so that I could kind of set myself up better in my business but here's the thing you don't know what you don't know and it's also in, I feel like I um, everything that happens um, does, or things don't happen to you they happen for you and I feel like how I grew and how I'm still growing through this process of owning a business and helping women find themselves and um, just really crafting a community of strong powerful women um, I have learned so much and I feel like everything that I have learned, I've been able to apply. So I, I would um, hesitate to say I would have done everything completely differently had I known, but um, it would have been nice to at least been tipped off. Um, so so I hope that you can take some of these tips into your everyday business and what you've got going on so that um, you can really make some positive changes um, and see your business grow and thrive as well. So um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and share it on social media. Um, on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, and I hope to have you back for the next go around. See you guys soon.